step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. My father was a drunk fish keeper that would go to the fish stores drunk and buy a lot of fish. He came home one day and said to my mother, we are getting more fish tanks. He came at me with the bulging fish eyes and says, Alex, you're entering the hobby and getting a fish tank. Mom yells and says, no. He says, why so serious? <laughs> that is how Aqua Alex got in the fish hobby. Listening to the Aquatic Wetline, a tropical fish keeping podcast hosted by 23 year old fish keeper Aqua Alex Cardinal. For three years, we provided you with quality tropical fish information and we'll continue providing some information on freshwater and saltwater tropical fish. Let's dive down deep into the aquarium and chat fish. Live from his fish room is Aqua Alex. Aquatic Wetline is now live. Cave was way back in January 
and it was a overview and introduction to cichlids. I have a very special cichlid show tonight. I am excited because I get to talk about the cichlids that I love and have kept. They come from a part of the world where most of all of my favorite freshwater fish come from. That's right, tonight we're going to be talking about South American cichlids. Did you know that over percent of the fish that enter the freshwater aquarium hobby come from the Amazon? Well, the same thing can be said about cichlids. Many of the cichlids that enter the freshwater fish keeping hobby are from the Amazon. So on our second episode of the Cichlid Cave here on Aquatic Wetline, I am going to be discussing my favorite cichlids that hail from the Amazon and South America. Now, common cichlids from South America include discus, angelfish, oscars, severums, pike cichlids, and more. But there are some special kinds of cichlids that come from South America as well. Here is what is in the aquarium today, a.k.a. my new meaning for the agenda of our show. So here is what is, the, here is, what is in the aquarium today. I'm going to have a discussion on common cichlids from South America, including Severums, Waru, Festivum, Chocolate Cichlids, Oscars, Crenchicicla Pike Cichlids, and Cichla Peacock Bass, and more. Plus, I'm going to have a discussion on how to keep these South American cichlids in your home aquarium, and I'm going to talk about how to recreate an Amazon biotope with South American cichlids, and also I'm gonna we're gonna hear from your fish stuff on some of their delicious cichlid fish foods that they have for your South American cichlids. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Your fish stuff will be here to promote some foods that are perfect for South American cichlids and cichlids in general. So let's go ahead and get this episode of the Cichlid Cave started, shall we? Let's start with a cichlid that fish keepers and hobbyists call the king of the freshwater aquarium hobby, discus, discus cichlids. Now, discus are fish from the genus Cipisodon. Discus inhabit the margins of floodplain lakes and rivers in the lowland Amazon basin where it is part of the highly diverse neotropical fish fauna. Because of their preference for Atlantic habitats, such as floodplains and flooded forests, whitewater inhabited by discus contain little suspended material, unlike main sections of whitewater rivers. Discus can be found in Rio Negro, Tifi, Upper Adama, and other parts of the Amazon. The Nene River in far 
western Amazonias is outside the native range. Discus in this river were introduced from stock originating in the Tifi area by an aquarium exporter more than 30 years ago. Like cichlids from the genus Petrophyllum, freshwater angelfish, all symphosodon species have a lyrely compressed body shape. In contrast to Petrophyllum, however, extended finnage is absent, giving symphosodon a more rounded shape. It is this body shape from which their common name, discus, is derived. The sides of the fish are frequently patterned in shades of green, red, brown, and blue. Some of the more brightly marked variants are the result of selective breeding by aquarists and do not exist in the wild. In addition to the wild discus, several captive variants achieved by selective breeding exist. Based on RAPD sequences, the captive variants properly known as turquoise, pigeon, ghost, cobalt, and solid red are derived from wild green, blue, and brown discus, not heckel discus. Discus can reach upwards to 9 inches in length. There is no clear sexual dimorphosis for this fish, but males may reach a larger size than females. In breeding form varieties, solid red discus, which include the red melon and the red cover, red cover, females are generally redder than males. Discus are highly social, typically occurring in groups that may number many dozen individuals, which is unique among cichlids of the Americas. When breeding, the pair moves away from the group possibly to reduce the risk of cannibalism of the young. As for most cichlids, brood care is highly developed with both the parents caring for the young. Additionally, adult discus produce a secretion through their skin, which the larvae live off during their first four weeks. During the first two weeks, the parents stay near their young, allowing them to feed easily. In the last two, they swim away, resulting in the young being gradually weaned off and starting to fend for themselves. Discus primarily feed on algae, other plant material, and detritus, but also they take inverts. They are omnivores. So discus are omnivores, meaning they, both, they eat both meat and vegetables. Now, discus are found in the wild, swimming alongside severums, chocolate cichlids, angelfish, and festivums. So, some fish keepers may ask the question, can a discus or a school of discus live in a tank with severums, waru, chocolate cichlid, angelfish, and festivums because they are seen schooling together and swimming together in the wild? Well, there's not a right answer. There's not a wrong answer. This is a situation of trial and error. I have tried it. I tried it in my 120-gallon aquarium, and it was a success.
I had a Heroes Naughtiest Severum with my school of six discus, and everything was fine. I think if you want to try different types of cichlids, you're going to need a very large tank, and you're going to need a backup plan because it might not always work. So you're going to want another tank where you're going to have to separate uh, the aggressive cichlid from the discus. Would I recommend adding any of those cichlids with your discus? I probably would not recommend it unless you had a very large tank, like maybe 120 gallons and up, just because discus aren't aggressive and they aren't really able to uh, withstand aggression or defend themselves. So if I were to try it and if I were to recommend it, I would do it in a very large tank. That way, there's no fights over territory and things like that. And again, every fish has their individual personality. So you never know um, how a fish is going to act. All right. So here are some different kinds of captive bred and captive raved discus. Red turquoise, green turquoise, blue diamond, alankur. Pigeon blood, red melon, red marble. Now, for uh, tank raised and healthy discus, I recommend two discus websites online. If I were to get back in discus, this would be where I would go. The first place I'm going to recommend to you guys is the Discus OG. That is Discus Hans. Now, Hans carries a wide variety of discus. All of his discus are very hardy, and they are perhaps the most beautiful discus that I've ever seen. And he's got great prices. He's got uh, discus that mimic the wild discus. He's got discus uh, like the Allen Kerr and the Teefy discus, but they're actually tank-raised. And all of his discus are German discus, which seem to be able to tolerate tap water and regular water more easily than the other discus. So I really recommend Discus Hans. If you're looking to be getting into uh, discus, just uh, go to discushans.com and uh, check them out. Also, if you do prefer Asian discus, Kenny's Discus has some wonderful discus as well. Um, I think that uh, he has some of the best Asian ones that I've seen. But personally speaking, I like the uh, German discus a lot better. But that's from my point of view. Everyone in the fishkeeping hobby is going to have a different point of view on a certain kind of species. All right, let's talk about caring for discus. Now, there's a rumor out there that discus are very hard to keep and they're very sensitive fish. Well, speaking from a person that has a saltwater aquarium, which is me, by the way, and I've had kept discus before. Actually, before I went saltwater, I had discus. And I will tell you right now, discus are not difficult. Not at all. That is an overstatement. They're not difficult. I don't know why that rumor is going around that discus are hard to keep. Um, 
they're they're not particularly hard, but they have more requirements than other fish. But their requirements are easy, but some of them can be time-consuming, but they're definitely not hard. Now, with this, if you want to have crystal clear water, so you're going to need to be doing water changes at least uh, every two days to remove any of the waste that are acclimating into the aquarium because discus are very sensitive to poor water conditions. They can develop hole in the head and all sorts of parasites and diseases. So make sure that you keep your water levels where they need to be. And uh, discus love to um, live in neutral water. So the water level for discus are anywhere, the pH is anywhere from 5.8 to 7.0. Now, in the wild, they live in a pH of 5.8 to 6.4, but in the um, home aquarium, you can get away from anywhere from 5.8 to 7.0. And, of course, make sure your tank is cycled and uh, make sure that um, your ammonia is at zero. And also make sure that you keep your water temperature uh, steady at 78 degrees to 84 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, if you have a steady temperature, perfect water conditions, and you do water changes at least uh, every other day, then discus should not be hard for you. I think you're going to have a good time keeping discus if you keep that in mind. Now, also... Discus have to be fed quite often. Now, you can feed discus Hakari frozen bloodworms. You can feed them Hakari frozen uh, dried brine shrimp. You can feed them any of the Your Fish Stuff freeze-dried foods. I personally, for discus, would recommend the YourFishStuff.com freeze-dried blackworms and freeze-dried brine shrimp. I think that would work perfectly for discus and also some people like to make their own beef heart and beef heart is excellent for discus so provide them with a quality diet tank size for discus is another factor um, because discus do get quite large they can get anywhere from eight inches to about nine inches with generally their a maximum size in the aquarium hobby being anywhere from six to nine inches. And on top of that, they are a um, schooling species. They're a social species. So you're going to want to have at least four or five of them in an aquarium. All right. Uh, because if you only have one or two, they're going to be stressed out. And there's the possibility of them catching ick and dying of stress. So you want at least four to five discus in an aquarium. I can't stress that enough. Now, discus, if you have four or five or a nice school of them, will be easy and hardy to keep. They are going to need a large tank, though, because you have a school of fish that are going to grow to eight or nine inches long. They do grow kind of slow, so you don't have to rush out and buy a, tank, a large tank right away. So I'd say for a school of discus, you'd want to start off out with possibly a 55-gallon and work your way up 
to a 125-gallon aquarium. I think a 125-gallon aquarium for discus would be perfect. And I think it would be a wonderful uh, show-stopping display aquarium. Now, tank baits for discus, you're going to get a lot of different opinions on this because every fish keeper feels a lot different regarding tank mates for discus. But I think you should keep tank mates to a minimum. Don't add so many tank mates that it distracts from discus. I would, I would add uh, one or two angelfish or maybe three or four angelfish. I would go with the ultimate angels or wild-caught um, scalar angels are very nice captive bred angels. I'd also get some Ruminose tetras, diamond tetras, and uh, peacefuler tetras. I'd also get Corridor Sturbi. They're able to handle the, the high uh, water temperatures that discus um, need. And you could also consider doing Epistogrammas and uh, Ram cichlids. So that's basically everything in a nutshell that you need to know about discus and their care for them in the home aquarium. Move on to angelfish. Angelfish are known as petrophyllum, and they belong to the cichlid family. All petrophyllum species, the freshwater angelfish, originate from the Amazon Basin, Orinoco Basin, and various rivers in the Guiana Shield in tropical South America. The three species of petrophyllum are unusually shaped for cichlids, being greatly laterally compressed with round bodies and elongated triangular dorsal and anal fins. Their body shape allows them to hide amongst roots and plants, often on a vertical surface. Angelfish are ambush predators and prey on small fish and microinvertebrates. The most commonly kept species in the aquarium hobby is Petrophyllum scalar. Most of the individuals in the aquarium trade are captive bred. Sometimes Petrophyllum ultim is available wild caught, and sometimes captive bred ultim angels are also available, but at a high price. Petrophyllum lapaldi is the hardest to find in the aquarium trade. If you were to find a petrophyllum lapaldi, I think Jeff Raps at Tangled Up in Cichlids would be your best bet. Now, angelfish are one of the most commonly kept freshwater cichlids. They are prized for their unique shape, color, and behavior. It was not until the late 1920s to early 1930s that the angelfish was bred in captivity in the United States. Angelfish are kept in a warm aquarium, ideally around 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Though angelfish are members of the cichlid family, they are generally peaceful when non-mating. However, the general rule, big fish eat little fish, applies. Angelfish are relatively easy to breed in the aquarium, although one of the results of generations of inbreeding is that many breeds have almost completely lost their rearing instincts, resulting in the tendency of the parents to eat their young. In addition, it is very difficult to accurately identify the gender of any individual 
until it is nearly ready to breed. Angelfish pairs form long-term relationships where each individual will protect the other from threats and potential, potential suitors. Upon the death or removal of one of the mated pair, breeders have experienced both the total refusal of the remaining mate to pair up with any other angelfish and successful breeding with subsequent mates. Depending upon aquarium conditions, angelfish can reach sexual maturity at the age of 6 to 12 months or more. In situations where the eggs are removed from the aquarium immediately after spawning, the pair is capable of spawning every 7 to 10 days. Around the age of 3 years, spawning quickly decreases and eventually ceases. In pet stores, the freshwater angelfish is typically placed in the semi-aggressive category. Some tetras and barbs are compatible with angelfish, but one small enough to fit in the mouth of the angelfish may be eaten. Generous portions of food should be available so the angelfish does not get hungry and turn on their tank mates. Some foods that you can feed your angelfish include any wonderful flake food. For example, I personally would recommend yourfishstuff.com. Flake food, you can use any pellets. You can feed them uh, bl bloodworms, brine shrimp, krill. Angelfish eat just about everything, ladies and gentlemen. All right. I think that you're going to uh, love angelfish if you get one because they eat anything and everything. Now, for tank mates, they're fine with anything that is too big to be eaten. So you can keep angelfish with silver dollars, other angelfish, discus, severums, walrus, chocolate stick. And again, every Oscar is different. Some Oscars are going to tolerate angels. Some aren't. You can keep angelfish with uh, larger tetras and barbs and catfish, etc., etc., etc. Just keep angelfish with fish that are too large to be eaten. Now let's talk about the different kinds of angelfish. Silver. The silver angelfish commonly resembles the wild form of angelfish, and it is referred to as wild type. It is not, however, caught in the wild. It is considered domestic. The fish has a silver body with red eyes and three vertical black stripes that can fade or darken depending on the mood of the fish. Gold. The genetic trait for the gold angelfish is recessive and causes a light gold body with a darker yellow or orange color on the crown of the fish. It does not have the vertical black stripes or the red eye seen in the wild angelfish. Zebra. The zebra, the zebra phenotype results in four to six vertical stripes on the fish that in other ways resembles a silver angelfish. It is a dominant mutation that exists at the same locus as the stripeless gene. Black lace or zebra lace. A silver or zebra with one copy of the dark gene results in a very attractive lacing in the fins, considered by some to be the most attractive of all angelfish varieties. 
Smoky, one of my personal favorite kinds of angelfish, a variety with a dark brownish-gray black half and dark dorsal and anal fins. Chocolate, homozygous for smoky with more of the dark pattern. Sometimes only the head is silver. My absolutely favorite angelfish is the koi angel. The koi has a double or single gene of gold marble with a double gene of stripe list. Their expression of orange varies with stress levels. The black marking varies from 5% to 40% coverage. Leopards are very popular fish when young, having spots over most of their bodies. There are leopard angels as well. Most of these spots grow closer together as adults, so they look like chocolates with dolls. Blue blushing. This wild-type angelfish has two stripeless genes. The body is actually gray with a bluish tint under the right light spectrum. An iridescent pigment develops as they age. This iridescence usually appears blue under most lighting. There's also a silver gold marble, a silver angel with a single gold marble gene. This is a co-dominant expression. There is a ghost angelfish, which is a stripeless angel that is mostly silver with just a stripe through the eye and tail. Sometimes portions of the body stripes will express. There's a gold marble, and depending on whether the gold marble is single or double dose, the marbling will range from 5% to 40% coverage. And there are many other kinds of angelfish out there in the hobby for aquarium hobbyists. But remember, folks, angelfish and discus are just two of the cichlids that are found from South America. Your fish stuff cichlid flakes. Why settle for ordinary cichlid flakes when you could have the best combination of flakes for your hungry cichlids? Why FS cichlid flakes are just that. A perfect combination of our color and veggie flakes. This provides both meaty ingredients like salmon, krill and plankton with a nice addition of greens like seaweed, spirulina and other veggies. Only the best for your cichlids. Fantastic and fresh. Compare our ingredients and see the difference in your fish and the clarity of your aquarium water. We don't use low-cost fillers that just contribute to higher maintenance time and costs. Better quality food will save you time, effort and money in the long run. Your fish will look fantastic, your water will be cleaner and you will not have to clean or replace your filter pads as often. All of our foods are made in small batches of 100 pounds or less and manufactured in the USA using high-quality ingredients grown and processed in the U.S. This process results in very fresh and large flakes, with no ethoxicin or preservatives. No small powdered flakes that clog your filters. High-quality fresh large flakes your fish are sure to love. Just listen to some other cichlid lovers' reviews on our cichlid flakes. This was my first time ordering from YFS and trying out their products. My cichlids love the flakes and go wild when it's meal time. They're so vibrant in color and much more playful. Buyer KDF 0602. Prices for YFS cichlid flakes. Quarter of a pound $5.99. Half of a pound $7.99. One pound $12.99.
2 pounds 24 dollars and 99 cents 5 pounds 56 dollars and 99 cents go to yourfishstuff.com forward slash cichlid flakes to purchase some for your cichlids thank you your fish stuff for that wonderful promo on cichlid flakes make sure you guys go check out yourfishstuff.com and give cichlid flakes a try I personally feed uh, the cichlid flakes to my walru, my chocolate cichlid, and my belly crawler pike cichlid, and they love it. And that's saying something when a pike cichlid is eating tropical fish flakes and cichlid flakes from yourfishstuff.com. Okay, now I'll talk to you about walru cichlids. Walru are native to parts of the Amazon Basin in northern Brazil and Guyana. It occurs both in the middle to lower Rio Negro, as well as between the Rio Japara and Rio Tapajos, along the Rio Salmiques and main Amazon River. Found in clear water tributaries, often around submerged branches, or tree roots. A large, peaceful South American cichlid, walru can make very interesting aquarium subjects. They require clean, well-filtered water on the higher end of the temperature scale. Avoid keeping walru with overly aggressive fish. Walru are happiest when kept in groups or pairs. Stomach analysis of wild fish have revealed it to be an omnivore, existing on a substantial amount of plant matter, along with an assortment of inverts and even freshwater sponges. Wow, there are freshwater sponges out there. That's pretty interesting. However, experience, experiments with captive-bred walrus suggest it's primarily herbivorous. Surprisingly peaceful for such a large cichlid, a walrus can be safely housed with smaller fish, such as tetras. Ideal tank mates include angels, autumn and scalar, severums, geophagus, and the larger cherisins, headstanders, protolotus, mentinus. Any tank mates should be able to handle the higher temperature that walrus require. Care for walrus. Now, walrus do get pretty big. They can grow to be about a foot long, and they're also a schooling species. So you're going to want a large tank for walrus. I would probably say that your best bet would be going with a 75-gallon and up for a walrus. Walrus are very peaceful, so they can live with anything that is too large to be eaten. And a walrus diet can consist of spirulina flakes from yourfishstuff.com and also meaty foods i would uh, still add meaty foods to their diet and also make sure you provide clean water for your walru because just like discus poor water conditions can result in hole in the head and your walru dying you definitely don't want to lose a walru walru are one of the most beautiful uh cichlids that you can have out there and there's also another kind of walrus that I want to talk about, and that is the panda walrus. And that one is also available from South America. The panda walrus is kind of expensive. 
um, because you can't really find Panda Walrus a lot. But if you find one, I really recommend getting one because um, Panda Walrus are absolutely gorgeous. All right. So that is the Waru Cichlid. Your fish stuff cichlid supreme sticks. YFS cichlid sticks are same as our YFS cichlid supreme pellets formula except in a longer stick form. This provides both meaty ingredients like herring, krill and shrimp with a nice addition of greens like kelp, spirulina and other veggies. Only the best for your cichlids. Fantastic and fresh. Compare our ingredients and see the difference in your fish and the clarity of your aquarium water. We don't use low-cost fillers that just contribute to higher maintenance time and costs. Better quality food will save you time, effort and money in the long run. Your fish will look fantastic, your water will be cleaner and you will not have to clean or replace your filter pads as often. Hear what our customers are saying. My Dempsey really like this. Before, all he wanted was shrimp pellet. He comes out and looks at me till I feed him a couple of these. He seems a lot more active since I started feeding him this. User Rubed as Prices for YFS Supreme Cichlid Sticks Quarter of a pound $3.99 Half of a pound $6.75 One pound $11.59 Two pounds $22.99 Five pounds $54.99 Go to yourfishstuff.com forward slash cichlid stick large. All right, so make sure you guys go to yourfishstuff.com and check out their wonderful cichlid sticks. Now I'm going to talk to you about one of my favorite South American cichlids, and that is the Severum. And they have a very funny scientific name. Their name is Heroes. Now, Heroes is a genius of cichlids native to the Amazon, Orinoco, and Esquaba river basins in South America. They were previously included in the genus Cichlosoma before its restriction to the distinct group of port cichlids. But now it is classified as a hero. The hero species most commonly encountered in the aquarium trade are a fish referred to the species Heros ephysicatus, or however you pronounce it. I'm 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 not the best at scientific names. Heros ephysicatus. However, the trade name generally used is Severum. Trade fish are very often line-bred specimens of color such as super red severums or gold severums. The prevalence of this is not clear, but they seem to have been derived from the base green severum. There are currently five recognized species in the genus, Heroes Ephesiatus, Heroes Libivruffer, Heroes Nautius, Heroes Severus, and Heroes Spurus. Two other color forms, hero species Rotkeel, the red shoulder, and hero species Rio Casaquari, are sought by specialists to represent undescribed several species. So, I'm going to talk about 
sever them out, and how to keep them in a home aquarium. There are many different kinds of severums available in the aquarium hobby. You have your regular green severum, your turquoise severum, you have a gold severum, you have a super red severum, which is a gold severum with a lot of red coloration and red dots on the body. There's a cichlid now that comes from Florida. It's captive raised and captive bred. And it's a cichlid called a red eye severum or a red spot turquoise severum. And I have no idea what kind of severum that is. I know that it's really common now because I've seen this cichlid in all of my fish stores here in my area in uh, western Massachusetts. And again, it's called the red spotted turquoise severum. I'm assuming it may be uh, some other kind of hero severum species, or it just could be uh, a name they made up to make it more more money off of it or something. So if anyone knows anything, uh, whether they work in the aquarium uh, hobby or aquarium trade or something, I would love to know what a red-spotted turquoise severum is because I have never, ever heard of them before, so it is kind of new to me. But there's also the rock keel severum, um, the, the spotted severum. There's a whole lot of severums out there. So just like angelfish and discus, severums have a variety now. And these severums, I would say, are probably like a poor man's discus, and they're very hardy as well. So let's talk about care for severums. Severums are not picky at all. They'll pretty much eat anything that you offer them. I recommend feeding them a high diet of meat as they're pretty, uh, they're pretty much omnivores. They'll eat both meat and fish, but I think meat is better for them. So you want to feed them quality uh, cichlid sticks and quality cichlid pellets. You want to feed them uh, market shrimp, raw market shrimp you get at your grocery store. You want to feed them scallops. That's what I feed mine, and he's growing really fast. Earthworms, uh, bloodworms, brine shrimp, etc. So feeding should not be an issue. Any severum should eat because they are a very hardy and hungry fish. Tank size. I'd say for one severum, you would need a 55-gallon aquarium and up. You definitely don't want to put these in a 29- or 30-gallon aquarium because severums do get quite big. Uh, severums can reach anywhere from 8 to 12 inches in length. Males get bigger than females. So, again, you have a fish that gets anywhere from 8 to 12 inches. And you want that fish to have swimming space. So make sure that um, you have a 55-gallon 75-gallon or even better, a 6-foot aquarium. Water parameters don't matter because this fish is hardy, but ideally you should want to keep it in the range of 6.4 to 7.4. Anywhere from 6.4 to 7.4 is perfect. Now, tank mate for severums, you have a lot of opportunities of fish that can live with severums. You can do other severums. You can do angelfish. You can do waru. Chocolate cichlids, Oscars, two fish, which we're going to talk about later on in the show. You could also do larger tetras like the flagtail, Prochilotus, uh, any of the super dollars, whether it's Mentinus, Mylius, or Mylosoma. Um, you can do larger barbs, larger catfish again with this cichlid. Anything that is too large to be eaten 
will do fine with a Severum Cichlid. Alright. Let's do Festivum Cichlids now. Mesonota, the flag cichlid, is a small genus of cichlid native to south, uh, native to soft, acidic freshwater habitats in South America. Mesonota is part of the family Cichlidae. Some species are popular in the fish keeping hobby and are frequently kept in aquariums. There are currently six recognized species in the genus. Mesonota acara, Mesonota egregoris, Mesonota festivus, and Mesonota, uh, Mesonota guyana, Mesonota insignis, Mesonota murficus. I will talk about the common festival, festivum, excuse me, available. Now, festivums are found in Brazil, the, the Tapajos River, basins, Peru, and Bolivia. Now, festivums are a very hardy fish, so their care is very, very similar to that of a Severum or a Waru. I tend to call the festivum the garami of the cichlid world because it's not really uh, overly aggressive. It's able to defend itself, but it's not aggressive at all. Very hardy fish. The festivum can grow anywhere from 6 to 8 inches. So again, this is a fish that's going to need a 40-gallon breeder and up. But if you have a nice-sized tank, a festivum cichlid would be, would be a nice addition to your aquarium. Now, festivums will eat just about anything as well. I recommend providing them a good diet of uh, yourfishstuff.com pellets or shrimp um, or cichlid sticks. You could also feed them vegetarian flakes. And stuff as well. Uh, they'll eat just about pretty much anything. I have never ever had a problem with a uh, festivum not eating. So make sure that you always provide a steady diet for your festivum. Now tank mates for festivums is very simple. They'll get along with just about anything. And uh, you want to make sure that there are no small tetras like neon tetras or anything small enough that the festivum can eat. You want to keep this with large species, like Severum, Walru, large tetras, etc. Pretty much every tank mate, or every cichlid tank mate for tonight's show, should be a fish that is too large to be eaten. And that is the festivum. Your fish stuff cichlid supreme pellets. Our YFS cichlid supreme is a cichlid pellet to enhance your aquarium fish's coloration health and digestion. We combine our YFS Green Supreme and YFS Red Supreme into a 50-50 blend to produce a nice balanced pellet for your cichlids. We use high quality ingredients and a boost of color ingredients. YFS Cichlid Supreme is recommended for Haplochromis, All-Onocuro, Proteinless, Judeochromis, Nimbochromis, Neolamprologus from the African Rift Lakes, Oscars, Geophagus, Apis digrimis, Microgeophagus, Acurid, Cyclothomas from Central and South America. We started with high quality herring fish meal, shrimp, squid, kelp, spirulina and chlorella algae. Then we added a dose of Asaxanthin, Canthaxanthin, Paprika and Marigold to bring out the reds, orange and yellows for great colors that will pop. A great benefit to feeding a high quality fish food is water quality. 
Think of all the waste from feeding poor quality foods. Think of all the time spent cleaning your filter. In the time spent vacuuming the waste from the tank bottom. Better ingredient means better absorption of the food which translates to less fish waste. Benefits Fantastic and fresh. Compare our ingredients and see the difference in your fish and the clarity of your aquarium water. We don't use low-cost fillers that just contribute to higher maintenance time and cost. Better quality food will save you time, effort and money in the long run. Your fish will look fantastic, your water will be cleaner and you will not have to clean or replace your filter pads as often. Prices for your fish stuff cichlid supreme pellets. Quarter of a pound $3.99 Half a pound $6.99 One pound $9.99 Two pound $17.99 Five pound $42.99 Please go to yourfishstuff.com forward slash cichlid supreme to purchase this pellets. Aqua Alex is feeding his chocolate cichlid, pike cichlid, and severum cichlid these pellets and the colors are superb. That's right ladies and gentlemen, I am personally using the YourFishStuff.com cichlid pellets and my fish absolutely love them. And I can guarantee you that your South American cichlids, your Central American cichlids, and your African cichlids are going to love the YourFishStuff.com cichlid pellets. And I also want to give a special thank you to YourFishStuff.com for being a proud sponsor of the Aquatic Wetline. You guys, you listeners, should go check out YourFishStuff.com and purchase some of their delicious fish food. However, one lucky fish keeper will win five pounds of YourFishStuff.com fish food on May 2017's edition of Aquatic Wetline Trivia. But back on topic here, I've talked about discus, angelfish, waru, severum, and festivums thus far. I think right now is the perfect time to take our intermission. Now, during this intermission, you're going to hear some important show announcements and also two songs. The songs are to relax your mind and get you ready, get you ready for the next uh, discussion on South American cichlids that's going to take place on the second half of today's show. So it's time for our intermission. Coming up next here on the second half, of our show today. I'm going to talk about Oscar cichlids, peacock bass, pike cichlids, and chocolate cichlids. And I'm also going to tell you how to create a South American cichlid biotope aquarium. So don't go anywhere, folks. Stay tuned for Oscar cichlid chat, pea bass, pike, and chocolate cichlid chat, and also the biotope chat. Right now, you're going to hear two songs followed by some important infomercials. Relax your mind, stay here through the intermission, and be prepared for more Cichlid Talk next here on Aquatic Wetline.
That's a game that I hate to lose And I'm feeling the strain Always yeah. Oh, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul I wanna get lost in your rock and roll And drift away Do it. 
Wetline is brought to you by YourFishStuff.com. YourFishStuff.com provides hobbyists with quality homemade fish food and aquarium supplies. The Your Fish Stuff difference. Buy direct and save. Buy direct from Your Fish Stuff. No middleman, no food masses produced by large corporations, no food sitting around in warehouses. Just fresh, healthy food from your fish stuff to you. Quality ingredients like fish meal, shrimp, squid, kelp, spirulina, and corella algae. Doesn't cloud water. And all of their fish food is made fresh, crafted in small batches, hobbyist owned and operated. 
and all of their fish food is made right here in the good old U.S. of A. So check out YourFishStuff.com for quality fish food and aquarium equipment such as nets, filters, medications, and more. That's www.YourFishStuff.com, a proud sponsor of Aquatic Wetline. Bring the splendor of the tropics into your home or office with an Aqua Dreams Aquarium. For over 23 years, Aqua Dreams has provided expertise and products to assist clients in making their dream tank a reality. Select exotic, colorful fish, pearl coral reefs, and learn about their care from our expert staff. Join delighted saltwater aquarium enthusiasts already enjoying galleries of exotic fish, colorful coral, and crystal clear water. Visit Aqua Dreams Retail Showroom featuring Red Sea Max Aquarium, located on Route 57, Feeding Hills. Starting on our 400th episode, Aqua Alex will be hosting a segment called Ask Aqua Alex a Tropical Fishkeeping Question. I will be answering your fishkeeping questions. They can be on anything aquatic, from freshwater to saltwater. Whether it's a question about a new fish you purchased, or a question on feeding, or the health of your fish, I'll answer them all. Please submit any and all of your tropical fish questions to the new Aquatic Wetline email, aquaalex at mail.com. Again, that's aquaalex at mail.com. Start sending in those questions right now, ladies and gentlemen. Fishkeepers, I, Aqua Alex, am proud to announce that I have a treat for you on Friday, May 12, 2017, at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific, right here on Aquatic Wetline, the Fishkeepers Podcast. Nature artist, tropical fishkeeping hobbyist, a man with a lot of tropical fish knowledge, and a good friend of mine, Mr. Sam Garcia Jr., returns as a honorary guest to discuss the ethics of tropical fishkeeping, what to do and what not to do. This should be a good listen. So join Sam Garcia Jr. live on Aquatic Wetline as he takes the floor and gives a good speech on the ethics of fishkeeping on Friday, May 12th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific on Aquatic Wetline, the Fishkeepers Podcast. Public Fish Keeper Service Announcement. It's time to get ready for Aquatic Wetline's second episode of Aquatic Wetline Aquatic Trivia Game. May 2017's Aquatic Wetline Aquatic Trivia Game will air live at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Mountain Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Time. 
Saturday, May 27, 2017. Aquatic Wetline Aquatic Trivia Game for May 2017 is sponsored by Your Fish Stuff and Crawfish Team. Prizes. First place prize winner gets five pounds of Your Fish Stuff fish food. Second place winner gets a crawfish and crawfish king. Third place winner chooses between a $20 Petco gift card or a live beta and beta fish food. Eight contestants are needed. Sign up to begin now. Please be available on May 27, 2017 at 9 p.m. Eastern Time if you sign up. To sign up, email aquaticwetline at outlook.com with the following name, location, your favorite fish, the fish you are currently keeping, title your email, AW Trivia, contestant entry, Aqua Alex, your fish stuff, and crawfish king, you say good luck, sign up now. On Saturday, June 3rd, 2017, Aquatic Wetline reaches yet another milestone that nobody thought was possible. Aqua Alex and YourFishStuff.com proudly present to you Aquatic Wetline's 400th episode celebration. That's right, folks. Aquatic Wetline celebrates its 400th episode on June 3rd. There will be three awesome guests. Our first guest will be the owner of Beantown Aquatics, Andre Fretz, who will be here to discuss African cichlids for the first time. Our second guest will be the owner of a fancy goldfish and tropical fish business called Coast Gem USA. And the final guest is a man who helped Aquatic Wetline get its name out there. Crayfish man James Jones will be here to talk about his water change maintenance and some new information on crayfish. Plus, here Aqua Alex discuss information on nasal tangs, orange shoulder tangs, lungfish, wolfish, and other cool oddball fish. Aqua Alex will also answer tropical fish keepers questions and some more fish keeping celebration topics will occur on this very special episode. Join Aquatic Rutline for its historic 400th episode live Saturday, June 3rd, 2017 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. 400 episodes! Woo! Tropical Fish Keeping listeners, I invite you to join your fish keeping group called Tropical Fish Keepers of Aquatic Wetline. I invite you to post pictures of your tropical fish, post videos of your tropical fish, post links to your fish keeping YouTube channel, or just chat fish. One of the added benefits of this group is I'm going to do a Facebook Live fish video every 
Sunday, starting the first Sunday of March. So make sure you go and join Tropical Fish Keepers of Aquatic Wetline on Facebook. Not only to post pictures of your fish, Jackson, but to see me live on Facebook in a Facebook Live video every Sunday. So what are you waiting for? Go join right now. Tropical Fish Keepers of Aquatic Wetline on Facebook. Spreading the news. Chef Alex is back and better than ever. It brings me joy in telling you that Chef Cardinale cooking show is relaunching and returning on May 6, 2017. Come be a part of what will be the most successful cooking podcast once again. Go to www.blogtalkradio forward slash Chef Cardinale Cooking Show. This will be your one spot to get the latest cooking trends and delicious recipes. To all the fish keepers who like to cook now, you know what cooking podcast to check out. I'm Chef Alex and I approve this message. Hey, yeah, uh, this is the Aquatic Wetline, a tropical fish keeping show brought to you by Aqua Alex in Springfield, Massachusetts. Let's get back to the tropical fish chat right now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Cichlid Cave here live on Aquatic Wetline. I'm Aqua Alex, and tonight we are talking about South American cichlids. Now, before our intermission, I talked to you guys about walru, discus, angelfish, severum, and festivums. Right here on the second half of today's show, in a few minutes, we're going to talk about Oscars, chocolate cichlids, peak bass, and pike cichlids. Plus, I'm going to talk about how to create a South American cichlid biotope aquarium. So, I hope you guys rested during the intermission and are ready to learn about some more uh, South American cichlids. And now we're going to start with perhaps one of the most common South American cichlids, and that is the Oscar cichlid. The Oscar, Astronautus. Ocelatus is a large, boldly colored South American cichlid characterized by its unique personality and striking intelligence. These handsome fish quickly grow to a maximum size of a little under a foot and are experts at commanding the attention of anyone observing their tank. Oscars are certainly some of the most personal personality-driven fish in the hobby and can actually have so much personality that their territory may extend beyond the aquarium. They will investigate any going-ons in the room and can bond with their owners on a level that the smaller cichlids don't. They can be taught to roll over for food and can even learn to enjoy being petted. Sometimes they act prideful or spoiled and can be sensitive or moody. This fish can also be demanding, behaving just like 
part of the family. The adults in the wild are normally a dark color with orange around the gills, on the sides, towards the back, and with an orange ringed black spot at the base of the catawal fin. The scientific description of this fish is truly fitting. The genius term astronautus means ray-backed, star-marked, and the species term oscillatus means spotted or eye spot. Several common names used for this fish are also quite indicative of its appearance, including tiger oscar and marble cichlid. In earlier times, they were actually referred to as the velvet cichlid. Oscars are found in South America, the Amazon River Basin, the Piranha, the Rio Paraguay, and the Rio Negro. They inhabit slow-moving waters of rivers, canals, and ponds with muddy or sandy bottoms, feeding on small fish, crayfish, worms, and insect larvae. Though wild-caught Oscars are still popular and widely available, a number of striking and dramatic color forms have been developed and are similarly popular and available. While all of these color forms present unique and beautiful aesthetics, perhaps the most attractive is the mostly solid red-colored Red Oscar. Similarly, the speckled red Oscar with a speckled, solid red body and black fins is another contender for the most dazzling color form. Other popular tank bread varieties include the tiger Oscar, which is very similar to the wild form, but with more red coloring, and the red tiger Oscar with marble patches of red pigmentation. The albino tiger Oscar albino red oscar, and all the various Latino and longfin varieties are also some more recently developed forms. Oscars have been introduced into natural waterways in China, Australia, and Florida as a byproduct of the aquarium trade. Expansion into many non-native areas is somewhat restricted as they're intolerant cooler water temperatures. They are a highly valued food fish in South America. So, let's talk about care for the Oscars. The first thing you should know about an Oscar cichlid is that they're a very hardy fish. They can survive in almost any uh, water conditions, although I really personally recommend that you provide them with clean water and you do a lot of water changes on an Oscar cichlid aquarium because Oscars do grow large and they eat a lot, so they do produce a lot of waste. So Oscars can grow to be about, can grow to be about 10 to 12 inches in length. So they're going to need a tank measuring 75 gallons or above. However, you could get away with the 55 gallon if it's if it's one of the only fish in the 55 gallon. Um, but definitely I'd say a 55 gallon and up for an Oscar cichlid. The water conditions can be anywhere from 6.4 to 8.0. Oscars are very hardy, and if they're acclimated to a high pH, they will adjust very well. 
but their natural pH is 6.4 to 8.4. Now, with water conditions out of the way, feeding. Oscars are perhaps one of the most easiest fish to feed, as they will eat just about any and everything. So I recommend feeding Oscars a high-quality diet. I recommend using pellets. You could use pellets from yourfishstuff.com. They have some wonderful pellets. I'd also recommend using uh, raw seafood, like raw market shrimp, raw scallops, and crayfish as well. Um, I also recommend using the occasional feeder. Uh, definitely not the feeder guppies or the feeder rosy reds. You don't want to use those because those are bad uh, for uh, Oscars and other fish in general because they contain too much of a protein that can cause hot hole in the head. And uh, I personally recommend if you're going to use feeders, gold shrimp. Um, ghost shrimp you can get at your local fish store for about $10 a piece. And you could also use feeder mollies and feeder guppies and things like that. Earthworms are a great live food as well. And um, live blackworms and uh, live uh, bloodworms are also really good ideas for Oscars. Now tank baits for Oscars is another simple idea. Anything that is too large to be eaten. You definitely don't want to put Oscars with neon tetras or um, anything like that. You definitely want to uh, keep these with fish that are too big to be eaten, like I said. So fish like silver dollars, arowanas, uh, Jack Dempsey's, other large South American cichlids like the walru and uh, geophagus. Etc. Um, so they'll be very good like that. All right. So that is the Oscar, a very very hardy fish. And over the last three and a half four years here on the Aquatic Wetline, I've done a ton of shows on Oscars. Even at one point, I was called Oscar Alex. So if you want some more information on Oscar cichlids, simply go to my website blogtalkradio.com forward slash aqua alex and search for a uh oscar cichlid show or type in oscar cichlid on uh blog talk radio search and most likely all of my oscar shows will pop up and you'll be able to listen there okay so let's talk about a unique south american cichlid and that is the peacock bass cichla there are 15 known species of peacock bass the most common peacock bass are Cichla kelberi, the kelberi peacock bass, Cichla mononocalis, which is the mono peacock bass, Cichla ocellaris, which is the butterfly peacock, Cichla orinotheus, which is the orinoco uh, peacock bass, or orino peacock bass, and Cichla um, Temenis, one of my personal favorite peacock bass. Now, peacock bass are found in South America in almost all the large waterways of Venezuela, Guyana, Brazil, Peru, and Bolivia. Peacock bass make for great aquarium fish if kept in a large aquarium. 
The minimum tank size for an adult of one of the smaller species, example the Ocellaris uh, peacock bass, would be 180 gallons, and nothing less than a 300-gallon tank should be reserved for peacock bass. As with all specialty fish, buy healthy stock from a reputable dealer. Tank mates should be other fish that are too large to swallow, such as arowanas, other large cichlids, and larger members of the armored catfish family and large catfish. The peacock bass produces more waste and uses more energy than a typical tropical fish, therefore significant biological filtration and aeration are necessary. Water changes of up to 25% weekly are required with such messy fish. Feeding should be two to three times a day for young peacock bass under four inches, decreasing to once a day as they get older. Then as an adult, they should be fed every other day, just enough to round out their stomachs. Peacock bass can be trained to take pellets, though occasionally this is a challenge. Avoid feeding them live goldfish, bait minnows or mollies or platies or guppies would be a better choice. Even if they do not accept pellets, they may still eat other foods, such as krill, bloodworms, silver sides, and raw shrimp. The temperature of the aquarium should range from 78 degrees to 84 degrees Fahrenheit. Temperature plays a big role on the looks, behavior, and feeding habits of the fish. Lower temperatures cause the fish to eat less and reduces the efficiency of the immune system. Higher temperatures also affect aggression, making the fish more aggressive. A strong lid is an absolute must with these fish, as they will often bolt and attempt to jump out in a tank if they are startled. For the same reason, shark decoration should be avoided in a Cichla peacock bass aquarium. Yourfishstuff.com is proud to present Cichlid Keepers another high-quality fish food. New Life Spectrum Cichlid Formula Yes that's right YFS sells New Life Spectrum Cichlid Formula pellets, we are a fan of the line of New Life products. New Life Spectrum food is made with high-quality easily digestible South Antarctic squid, and New Zealand muscle protein and several all-natural color-enhancing ingredients for a balanced diet that boosts immune system function and enhances the full spectrum of your fish's color. With the belief that all fish require a complete and fully balanced varied diet. New Life also contains algae meal, that consists of seaweed, kelp, and Haematococcus pluvialis, a microalgae, a premium grade of natural spirulina, as well as a fruit and vegetable extract that consists of spinach, red, and green cabbage, peas, broccoli, red pepper, zucchini, tomato, kiwi, apricot, pear, mango, apple, papaya, and peach. All New Life Spectrum registered products also contain a generous inclusion rate of garlic, allium sativum, with the Thera A formulas containing a megadose of this natural antiparasitic ingredient. New Life Spectrum Cichlid Formula starts at $18.99 and can be found at www.yourfishstuff.com forward slash a New Life Spectrum Cichlid Formula. 
Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. YourFishStuff.com sells and promotes new life spectrum pellets. So if you're a new life spectrum pellet lover, you can get them online at YourFishStuff.com. All right, so we just talked about Oscars and peacock bass. Right now, I want to talk about another one of my favorite South American cichlids, and that is the Crenticicla pike cichlids. Now, I'm not going to get into individual species because I do plan on doing shows on the different species of pike cichlids one at a time. Now, Crenticicla is a genius of cichlids native to South America, commonly known as the pike cichlids. The smallest species of Crenticicla are no larger than 2.5 to 6 inches and technically qualify as store cichlids for the aquarium hobby. Though their aggressive and ferocious habits should let prospective keepers be aware. I, I guess you can say I have a dwarf bike cichlid um, because I have a belly crawler, although some belly crawlers do grow to be 8 inches or so. The biggest pike cichlids can grow to be about 20 inches long, like the Johanni pike cichlid, the um, the uh, orange pike, and the Sincata pike cichlid. Most Crenticicla measure in the range of 6 to 12 inches. Like many other predatory fish, a pike cichlid has a wide mouth and elongated body. The genius Crenticicla is native to freshwater in tropical and subtropical South America east of the Andes, ranging from Trinidad and the Guyana Shield, including Orinoco through the Amazon and Rio de la Plata basins, south as far as Rio Negro in Argentina. Although widespread as a group, the individual species are often restricted to a single river or river basin. They are found in a wide range of habitats, including rivers, streams, pools, and lakes. The vast majority of pike cichlids are predatory and feed on fish, insects, and other small animals. They usually place themselves where they stay undetected by the prey, like close to a sunken tree stem or behind a rock. There are currently 93 recognized species. Here are the pike cichlids that I know about that are most common. The Crenticicla cincta pike cichlid from Peru in the Amazon. The Johanna pike cichlid. The belly crawler pike cichlid. The saxolatus pike cichlid. And the dwarf pike cichlid. Now, Caring for the pike cichlid is very easy. These fish are very hardy. Um, I would say for pike cichlids, you're going to want a very big tank. I'd recommend 55 gallons and up for the pike cichlids. And you also want good water conditions with these fish. The same water conditions as the other uh, South American cichlids that we've talked about on uh, today's show. And it's also a very good idea to make sure that um, your pike cichlid stays healthy. Feeding a pike cichlid, you can feed them uh, market shrimp, you can feed them krill, uh, earthworms, and other meaty fare. And again, you can uh, keep them with anything too large to be eaten. I'm going to save some more information on pike cichlids for individual uh, 
shows. Your Fish Stuff Freeze-Dried Krill. YourFishStuff.com are quite proud of their freeze-dried krill, as it is some of the finest krill you'll ever see. Freshly dried and packed, it comes straight to your door. It is one of YourFishStuff.com's most popular fish food, and for good reason, as our freeze-dried krill has unique nutritional qualities that make it a perfect food for many tropical fish. An excellent source of nutritional acetoxin will bring out the natural colors of your fish. And its high protein, lipid, and mineral content promote good health and conditioning. Harvested from the clean, cool waters of Antarctica and dried here in the United States of America, you will not find a higher quality krill. All types of fish enjoy krill, from freshwater to saltwater, cichlids to koi. This Antarctica Ocean relative of the shrimp is a crustacean, which is a part of many fish's natural diet. It can be taken whole by larger fish or crushed by hand for smaller fish. YourFishStuff.com is proud to provide fish keepers with quality freeze-dried krill. Prices. A quarter a pound of freeze-dried krill, $9.99. A half pound is $17.99. One pound is $34.99. Two pounds is $67.99. And five pounds is $159.99. You can find the freeze-dried krill in the freeze-dried food section of YourFishStuff.com or simply go to www.YourFishStuff.com forward slash freeze-dried krill. That's right. Krill is a great food to feed any cichlid and any predatory fish. And now, on to the main event fish of the evening. The chocolate cichlid. My favorite cichlid from South America. Chocolate cichlids are to be found in most of the Amazonian river basins. Pusakira temporalis are one of the more peaceful and colorful cichlids that can be kept, so don't put them with overly aggressive tank mates. Provide them with high quality water and excellent filtration. This species is also known as the em uh, emerald cichlid. They can live in planted aquariums as they are not substrate diggers. However, to prevent food particles getting trapped in the gravel and decaying, it is best to use sand for the substrate. They inhabit natural, slow-moving waters, so they should be replicated in the aquarium and add some rocks or wood to provide hiding places. If the aquarium is large enough, they can be housed with other similar-sized cichlids as they do not have a reputation for being aggressive. And as long as they can establish their own, own territory in a tank, there should not be any problems. They will also be fine with bottom dwellers and other similarly sized species of fish that also uh, have a peaceful disposition. 
All right, so cichlid, uh, chocolate cichlids are a hardy cichlid. You can keep them uh, pretty much in any size tank from 55 and up. Um, chocolate cichlids grow anywhere from 8 to 12 inches, with the males growing the largest. These fish have a wonderful color transformation as they uh, mature. They start off as a dark brown as a juvenile, and then they get to a nice ember brown to purplish coloration as an adult. I think it's one of the uh, most interesting freshwater color transformations, for me at least. It kind of reminds me of a saltwater uh, French angel or emperor angel as it uh, transforms into its adult coloration. Now, chocolate cichlids are docile, which means you can keep them with angelfish, severums, uh, waru, pike cichlids, pretty much everything that was on today's show. Um, and you have to be cautious if you want to keep these with discus, but I, I can see these cichlids working out with discus. Now, the thing with chocolate cichlids and severum and waru, if you want to add them to a discus aquarium, you need to make sure that they come from a peaceful tank. If these cichlids are living with aggressive cichlids like Red Devils and uh, and uh, Jack Dempsey's and things like that, then they're going to have the aggressive trait in them because they had to defend themselves. But if they are living with silver dollars and plecos and things that's not going to bother them, they're going to have the peaceful trait in them um, because they didn't have to attack anything or defend themselves. But anyway, chocolate cichlids can live with anything that is too large to be in because um, the chocolate cichlid uh, does get pretty big, so it can easily fit a neon tetra or a small fish into its mouth. So you want to keep these with silver dollars and all the other larger uh, tank paints that was mentioned on today's episode of the Aquatic Wetline and the Cichlid Cave. And like I said, they're very easy to feed. They're they're omnivores, so they'll take uh, both uh, meat foods and vegetarian foods. So like I said, you can feed them any of the foods that I mentioned on today's show. So pretty much that is it for chocolate cichlids. And if I ever um, have any more information to share on the chocolate cichlids, I will do an individual show on the chocolate cichlid. All right, we're on to our final topic for tonight, and we're going to talk about right now how to recreate a South American cichlid biotope. First, you want to choose a large tank, 55-gallon, 75-gallon, and up. Even a 125 would be a perfect tank for an aquarium biotope. Then, pick whether you want one location, for example, pick a specific river like the Rio Negro or um, let's see uh, or river from Peru or South America as a whole. Me probably would do South America as a whole, but there are people out there that will pick one specific region of the Amazon. Then for decor, I would add some driftwood and plants and sand. Also, it's a good idea to add a product from Care of Sea called Instant Ocean. Now, Care of Sea's Instant Ocean Black Water Solution brings the um, jungle right to your aquarium. 
the natural tannins recreate the ideal and natural conditions found in the South American world's tropical waters, created by slowing decaying vegetation such as leaves, peach, and soils. Blackwater conditions may be found in the deep jungle Amazon and Orinoco basins where waru, discus, angelfish, and other fish live. After you have done that, you want to research the area that you want and what fish live there. So, for example, if you're going to be doing the Rio Negro, you want to see what fish live there. And then you want to see uh, which fish are uh, in the aquarium hobby. You also want to research the particular fish to make sure they are hardy and can withstand an aquarium. There's nothing more uh, depressing than going out and ordering a wild-caught fish from your fish store and then finding out that it is not really easy to keep in an aquarium. There are some uh, Amazonian puffers out there that are like that. That's why you don't see too many freshwater puffers in the aquarium trade from South America. Now, after you have researched everything, after you have had your sand and your decor and your black water uh, solution into your aquarium, now is the time to begin purchasing your fish. Make sure all of your fish are compatible with each other and make sure they come from an area where you're trying to replicate. Make sure you also acclimate all of your fish so that they get used to their water conditions. And I also recommend quarantining any and all of your additions because if your additions are wild caught, they can be coming with parasites um, that are in their native environments. So here is a uh, good example of a South American cichlid biotope that I personally would do. Again, this is an example of what you could do, but this is my personal dream Amazonian cichlid biotope. I'd probably make it a 150 to 180 gallon tank. I'd have three walru cichlid, one chocolate cichlid, one severum, one orange pike cichlid, one Oscar, four red hooks, four white bar silver dollars, four flagtail parcher lotus, royal pleco, green phantom pleco, and megalodorus ermini. Aquatic Wetline is brought to you by YourFishStuff.com. YourFishStuff.com provides hobbyists with quality homemade fish food and aquarium supplies. The Your Fish Stuff difference. Buy direct and save. Buy direct from Your Fish Stuff. No middleman, no food masses produced by large corporations, no food sitting around in warehouses. Just Your fish stuff cichlid supreme stick.
Aquatic Wetline is brought to you by YourFishStuff.com. YourFishStuff.com provides hobbyists with quality homemade fish food and aquarium supplies. The Your Fish Stuff difference. Buy direct and save. Buy direct from Your Fish Stuff. No middleman, no food masses produced by large corporations, no food sitting around in warehouses. Just fresh, healthy food from your fish stuff to you. Quality ingredients like fish meal, shrimp, squid, kelp, spirulina, and corella algae. Doesn't cloud water. And all of their fish food is made fresh, crafted in small batches, hobbyists owned and operated. And all of their fish food is made right here in the good old U.S. of A. So check out YourFishStuff.com for quality fish food and aquarium equipment such as nets, filters, medications, and more. That's www.YourFishStuff.com, a proud sponsor of Aquatic Wetlines. episode of the aquatic wetline has concluded aqua alex thanks you for listening to his show please check out aquatic wetline fish keeping podcast on facebook and hit like for tropical fish facts and more feel free to reach aqua alex at aquatic wetline at outlook.com with any tropical fish questions your questions may make the show good night judy was boring hello then judy discovered jumbacasino.com it's my little escape Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.